at JCPenney's Memorial Day Sale, sizzling deals are on with storewide doorbusters all weekend. Or bring home savings up to 50% during our Memorial Day home sale. Save even more with your coupon. And for all former and active military personnel, enjoy an extra 10% off in-store. Just show a valid military or VA ID at checkout. Shopping is back. JCPenney. Coupon valid on select styles through 530. Some exclusions apply. Doorbusters valid 526 through 530 and excluded from coupons. See store or jcp.com for details. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio Show is supported and paid for by Lacosa Nostra Radio. All expressed views and opinions of the host and guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Lacosa Nostra Radio and its leadership. Hello, 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 and welcome to Lacosa Nostra Radio, day three of our open poetry weekend. Uh, this is JCA. And I uh, want to welcome everybody. Lacosta Nostra is a family unit located on allpoetry.com. Allpoetry.com, the world's largest poetry community. I want to thank Kevin and the crew for giving us a place to call our home. Did I say that fast enough? Okay, I'm having too much fun. Uh, let me see. Is this 
Is this Boo or Polly? It's Area code six five seven. Okay, yeah, I noticed that. I figured so. That's the same area code as Polly. How you doing, Boo? I'm good, thank you. Just you know, always working, but I'm here. <laughs> yep. Um, that's good to hear. You know, you know, you're you're a hard work working woman. There's no doubt about that. Um we got a lot of people on the phones right now, which is good. So first of all, I want to welcome number one herself, Salwa. Hello, Salwa. Hello, Sissy. Hello, Boo. How are you this evening? Hello, Salwa. Hello, hello. <laughs> and uh, I want you next uh welcome uh, Salwa's sister from another mother, um, Linda. Hey, Linda. Hey, JC. How are you? Hi, Sawa. Hi, Linda. Hi, Linda. Hi, Boo. Hi, lovely Linda. And uh, let me get to Boo's real crush, Wayne. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Linda, Swami, Boo. Don't tell anybody. Hi, Wayne. Hi, Wayne. Hello. Last, lastly, let me welcome to the show Dave. Hey, Dave, how you doing? Hey, hey Jay, hi, Dave. Pretty good. Hi, hey, ladies. Hello, Dave. How are y'all? Hello. Hey, stranger, hey. Dave. Hello. <laughs> and let me see if I get this right on the board. Say hello to Heavenly Angel out there. Dante is out there. Hi, Angel. And uh, hello, Angel. I'm also. The uh, Patrick out there, PM Murphy. Good to see him out there. I know Bella's hanging around somewhere. I told Bella she can't, she's <laughs> got to come on the show tonight because we got a special uh, gift for her. So I think that that's going Aww. to be neat. Oh, and it's not what everybody thinks. Bump a bump. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we. We like I said, we're we're going to try to get through as many of these poems as we can. Uh, we're miss some that'll go on to our house on um, on uh, Wednesday at noon. Um, look forward to everybody there. Uh, Boo, can you start us off by reading Heavenly Angel? Boo, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry about that. Sorry. Okay. We got a poem by Heavenly Angel on the board. She'd like uh she'd like you to read it. Okay. Alrighty. Um Okay, so our choice from Heavenly Angel. Um We were enemies, fight to the death, our mantra, the twenty first century, total genocide. Many fell by hateful sword. By time passed, as time does, as we learn to grow a backbone, or at least give it a try. Emotional clash is forgotten, pushed aside. Attempt to live in peaceful existence. Truth is truth and need for each other, too great. Decision was made to come together to weather storms. Lives laid on the line. So much at stake, either make or break. We chose to try and to make it. End poem. 
And the quotes, time passed, the time does. And this is pretty, I, I like this. I like this because once again, it jumps a little bit from um, from her um, her normal scene uh, of romance thing. And I, I see that she wrote this to the to the a great great movie, Enemy Minds. Uh, love that movie, and uh, love the the message it has. No matter. No matter what, sometimes people have to come together, and uh, they have even if even if they're kind of in a, a uh, in an enemy role, they have to come together in, uh, for survival. And uh, I, I really like that. That's that. This is an amazing right angel, and I love how you took that um, the prompt and you ran with it and hit it and hit it out of the park here. Excellent job. Um, Wayne, what did you think? Some, I some think it's important to say in the back. It's a point of, Sorry. I think it's a point of making a choice of whether to live peacefully or die fighting his enemies. The choice was to live, and the choice was the right way to make. No, I wish the whole world. I wish the whole world would make the same. I wish the whole world would make the same decision. It's a great poem. I love it. Love it. Good job. Absolutely. Wonderful comment on that. Uh, Saul, what do you think? Um, I agree with all of you. It's very, um, yes, it is a movie. I haven't seen the movie. But in life, there's so many people who, um, unfortunately, become enemies. And you have a choice to turn it around or, like, really end it um, and work together. And sometimes, the, not one person usually starts this, not the two. Usually one person start to approach the other one and try to turn it around yes, and, it's, and it's really um, I like that because angels uh, have a big heart and um, I don't think this is necessarily show her person or not I'm not sure but I really like what she brought here especially the truth is true the need of each other to great decision was made to come together I mean, in everything, in, in politics or, or anything, if we do this, we'll be better safe instead of hating each other. Oh, what is this? I, I don't know what that is. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you what, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you in on a little secret about blog talk. Sometimes we have we, we hear things when we're live here that absolutely sound awful. But on the playback, they're not, they don't exist. They don't <laughs> exist on the playback. I know it sounds super weird, okay. but they don't. Uh, they clean everything up as we go along. So it's just something that um, we have to, have to sometimes live with. Just press on, get through the comment, no matter what you hear in the background. It's probably not going to be there when uh, this thing plays back. So let me uh, let me get another comment for Angel uh, from Linda. Linda, what do you think? Um, I thought it was killer, um, and I agree with all you guys as well. Uh, it's so hard to keep hate in your heart. It's so it's it it takes so much energy to hate and want to fight when it's just so easy to forgive. Forgiveness is an easy easy thing. And when you when you start out in a hateful relationship with someone and then you learn over time 
that it's just not worth it anymore. You grow so much. And this poem showed um, the growth that that's experienced. But I think she did a really great job. And it's a very good lesson to all of us that, you know, to forgive is, is divine. And um, I really liked it. Thank you. Wonderful comment. Who do you want to comment reading this? Yeah. What was I that? Think, um, yeah. This is, you're right, something different for Heavenly Angel. Got the more like in your face empowerment kind of vibe, which I like. And, uh, you know, the truth is the truth. Well, that's true. And <laughs> that sounds lame. But I like what she did with the quote. I think it's something different. I like the empowerment, the strength here. I thought you did a great job, Angel. Excellent. And Dave, you get a last comment on this. Oh, I think this was uh, a really a good, really good poem. Um, I think it's appropriate nowadays, especially when uh, everybody is rioting and be, you know getting beat up in the streets and and this sort of crap. And uh, uh, we need to take a look at this. Um, you know, it's just. Yeah, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. It was uh, it was a nice statement, and I thought it was really timely for today. And uh, um, I, I agree. I think that uh, this is a really nice uh, change of pace for uh, Angel. I think it's uh, really well written, and she, she does a good job of expressing what's in her heart and what's on her mind. Yeah, I could I could kind of hear uh, which version of uh, "Come Together" did you hear in that one, the Beatles or um, Aerosmith? <laughs> the Beatles, <laughs> just out of school, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, that's great! That's great. Yeah, you did wonderful, Angel. Um, everybody, remember, remember to leave comments on everybody's poem. Do your best you can. Uh, at the very least, like their poem when they're when they come up, uh, so that we uh, we get everything going. Let me see. Hey Wayne, how you feeling tonight? Much better. My tooth hadn't bothered me at all today, so it's, it's pretty good. I was eating the wrong thing yesterday, I believe, so I'm feeling much better. <laughs> okay, good. Cause, yeah, because I know that um, you were suffering last night, and I felt so bad for oh, you, and I didn't want you. Want you to hurt like that? My God! Uh, let me yeah, see. Yeah, we'll good. It hadn't hurt today. All right. And like I said, um, people don't mind when I when I mess with the phone lines because uh, if I put you on hold, I'm going to pull you back in time. So just everybody remember that. And uh, let us go. Let's see where I want to go from here. Sawa, you're number one. Yes, so sir. let's go ahead and put you on the board next. Okay, thank you. Um, what did I put? I can't remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> Something different this time. Um, my ab- Oops, sorry. My absolute love, mon amour, absolutely, you amore, absolute, habibi, Allah. Tell me what, how I'm going to want to go with this because you might have a line of poetry. As you see. Let's do it a little bit different. Uh, why don't you read it in Arabic and then in English? Okay. Um, I think uh, Wayne heard this before, so sorry, Wayne. <laughs> Another show. Um, 
I can't even read it. <laughs> yeah, oh my goodness. Um, I think maybe it's a big idea when someone reads, you put them, um, ask them to be put each one of us on mute, like we put it on mute, because it's really kind of confusing. I, I, sorry, I had to interrupt. I, I, uh, I'm I, very sensitive to noise. Okay. We, we got it. I'll do the English now. I feel your spark in my rainbow mask. I built it in my soul where segregation of fate doesn't exist. The minaret is cold and radiates in my heart where I pray in dawn or at night for myself, my beloved ones, and the whole world. Your love for all colors taught me to love all these colors. I slender magnificent perfection in singing bird leaning on olive branches in silver pearls of continuous waterfalls in garden of love. End of poem. I absolutely loved um, the uh, feel that you put behind this, the wording and the overall picture. The, there was there was such beauty uh, contained within this that um, just brought us into the picture itself. And I mean, you didn't even need a picture here because you brought us into a scene, into a scene that made it absolutely beautiful. And I I, I love this. So you did such a wonderful job. Um, Thank you. Let me get a comment from a new caller. Bella, Bella, what'd you think? <laughs> I'm the new caller. Hi, Hola. Bella. Good evening. Hola. Hi, Dante. Hi, Dante. <laughs> oh, hi, Dante. Oh, my goodness. I like uh, I know the uh, crackalacan is there. Um I like when Salvo says, uh, I built it in my soul where segregation of faith don't exist. I love that part. And uh, it's it's more than just love. And uh, for me, uh, love, um, love means a lot of things. In that line alone, I sensed a little bit of humanity in there, which um, not a lot of people have it their soul, you know, I don't know why. And it's a very um, heavy word, but then again, when one uh, learns to or start learning what is it all about, what is love really all about, you will see that encapsulated in a short, short verse in here. Um, so uh, you're like JCA, you have a magic with the, with brevity where you can pack all your emotions in here. And then you can just take me away with it. And you always tell me something about my poem, but then when I look at your poetry, it's something that I can admire about every day. This is beautiful. Oh, oh thank you, Bella. Appreciate it. Thank you. So sweet. Uh, Love you, Bella. Ti amo. Ti amo. All right. Hey, Dave, what do you think? <laughs> 
Oh, I thought this was really uh, beautiful. Um, of course, most of Selma's uh, stuff is beautiful, or at least it strikes me that way. Um, I like the way she used the uh, oh, the first line there uh, in the poem, I feel your sparkle in my rainbow moss. That's really, really uh, unique, and uh, it's descriptive, and it kind of puts you into the uh, position of, of the poem and what she's trying to say. And, uh, it, you know, where I, where I pray in dawn or at night for my myself, my beloved ones, and the whole world. It's, it's really beautiful. Really, really is. Nice job, Stella. I'm sorry, David. I'm not laughing. I'm laughing at this. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. <laughs> I know Thank it's ridiculous. So it's, I can't. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah I agree. You. Yeah, you, no problem. And uh, let me get a comment from Wayne on this. Wayne, what do you think? I thought it was, I, I'm amazed at how she can sound so lovely in so many different uh, uh, languages. Everything she reads in any language is lovely. And this poem here is a great read, and uh, she showed her emotions that showed through wonderfully, and and uh, you can feel you can feel her heart in her voice. She just uh, says wonderfully word, worded and enlightening words of faith is wonderful. That's uh, I liked it a whole lot. Great job. I love the, the different Thank languages. You, Thank you. Appreciate it. That was very kind. Thank You're you, all, sorry, all, each, all of you. And Linda, what do you think? Well, I think that this just shows what a lovely, lovely, beautiful heart Miss Sawa has. This is beautiful piece of work, um, very colorful and f- soft and flowing, um, but. Most of all, it's just a tribute to how beautiful her soul is. I love you, Sawa. Oh, I love you too, Linda. Thank you. <laughs> Blush, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and before I ask Boo for her comment, I want to welcome to the show Randall. Hey, Randall, how you doing, brother? Hi, Randall. Good evening. Hey, hello, Randall. Hey, Randall. Hi, Randall. Hey, Randall. Hi, Randall. I hope everyone is doing very well. Fucking Randall. <laughs> Yay. Thank you all. We're Good trying to guys. manage. We're trying to manage. Um, Boo, what do you think about that uh, poem? Hi, Randall. Uh, right here. I think that Salwa is the dreamer, as always here. And um, she did a great job. You know, everybody says the same thing all the time about your heart. I love the picture too. That's so cool. Um, and I thought, you know, I know you don't like me to bring it up, but I mean, anybody who can speak in the same languages and, and make it poetic is just—it blows me away. It's just beautiful, and your words are beautiful here. Singing birds leaning on olive branches in a garden of love—like just make it sound so wonderful. Like everybody wants to be there. Um, I thought you did a great job, Salva, in all the languages. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Oh, all right. Uh, there was this individual who who asked me for a uh, a little favor, and that favor was to next time Bella showed up to play a little audio for her. Uh, so, <laughs> since you're here, Bella, I'm gonna go ahead and play this special little tribute from Titus. Oops. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Oh, that's right, I remember. (laughs) Earth angel, 
my bella, angel of virtuosity. Titus lies face up towards the constellation of Orion. The trees are in fact clouds, and one bright star, an angel, Bellatrix, lies within the group. Magenta sky shone. It may as a warning find what's in this delirium. I to believe my eyes and ears. The unknown asks, I repeat this ostinati. Beautiful words create the dream. A nymph for which I will not disturb. Edifying nature, the purity of heart. It will in abundance keep such love. Let's see for myself an appearance of chaste during this time of denial. Let's listen to the voice in prayer. It is hope she will. I pray she'll tell. Amorist, within the keenest of any insight, your soothing of her mantra. An aphorism contains the general truth of the matter. Listen, an ariata. Neophyte, with some inclination, once stirred, I find she is never shaken. Given the ultimate desire to please the soul, her smile so endearing, eager to persist, do the trees widen the veranda as the smile did a while. Luminescence most divine, tis like a firefly. Oh, my darling angel. Occupied minds have so little faith, demonstrate what lovely incognito, fairies, angels, the stars, fireflies, spirits, the spark which wholly lit itself. Vesturo is something that exceeds all, and it being not greed but ganav, it is our right to believe what we do see, our complex beliefs are my thought. Radiance, my Bella, it is within us to raise ourselves beyond an observer. Tangibly I am touched. It is where able without the physicality to convert. Unbending light, the direct line beyond ascendancy, my own it roams unto. Olympians within a brighter realm confine a precious space. Bella, who strives above, to revive us all, should petulance encumber to restrict us, interaction without conscious reasoning, calm influence to consult Sri, telemetry my dear, a measure of words collude all manner of thoughts, yet not so complex, a stillness encompasses a glance love shall portray. That was just purely amazing. Wow. I'm absolutely floored. Um, He actually captured uh, freaking Bella's, uh, her poetic um, inkling, her poetic style right within that. That that was absolutely um, mind-blowing. I'm just, my mind is blown. Um, Linda, what do you think about that? 
Oh, well, my mind is blown as well. Um, I think it did capture the essence of Mibella's um, artistic ability, which is far beyond imagination. Um, she totally deserved a poem like this. And uh, I, I uh, hang on, uh, I think Titus uh, had a real place in his heart when he wrote this for Bella, and it's undeniably beautiful. Um, I I I think he he did a really fine job. Great work. Randall, what do you think? Oh, this is quite beautiful and elegant. Um, has a, a very soft quality to it that uh, is quite common with a tranquil flow that kind of uh, subdues oneself like a uh, powerful opiate. <laughs> I thought it was very well written. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, let me, let's, uh, let's hear from Bella herself. Bella, what do you think about this? Bella passed out somewhere in the corner. <laughs> 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 um, um, I was smiling the whole time and uh, looking at the picture. Not a lot of people knows my name. Actually, uh, one of my names before was Bellatrix, but then I had it taken out because I didn't like it that name. But um, I was um, I wanted it back, but I don't know how. And um, I call him my Olympian. It's not uh, because of how he sounds. Well, that's one of the reasons. But then um, it's whenever he reads a poem, I feel like I feel like my soul separates from my entire being, and it just takes me away for a moment and levitates me for a bit, and then drops me off. Once he ends his poem, that's how um, that's how I can describe what I'm feeling every time I hear Titus. He's a very very intelligent man and a very classy. The words that he uses not very common of the words that a lot of people would use, but you will learn to appreciate, learn, learn, and learn from it. Um, that's the power of his uh, his thoughts sometimes when he when I see him and well well when I hear him and um it's very overwhelming i I know I was bugging him um online about the poem about me about me I want one like this when he presented one i i I wanted to be, I, I wanted to grab that poem and just insert it in me, you know, just eat it, not because you, not literally eat it, but have it reside in you. It's so beautiful, so divine. Don't you guys think so? It's not only my name, but the ones that he wrote to for the people that he knows, man, he's, he's out of this world and he's one of the people that I can make me really shut the hell up, you know. Thank you very much, Titus, and I'll, <laughs> I'll forever remember this. Thank you. Aww. And I would be remiss if I didn't let Sal a comment on one of Titus's poems. Yes. Oh, this is really, 
like it, t- it takes you to the world of the you, you see like you see the beauty of Bella how angelic I mean truly he gave you this beauty not only in your poetry definitely he gave you uh, justice to your poetry and your style but also your smile where is it um, like a butterfly um, the ultimate desire to please the soul her smile so endearing eager to persist this within the veranda is the smile that a while most divine this like a firefly <laughs> oh my darling angel so if I the mind have to little fade demonstrate that I just I mean I, I, I am in love with it and uh, it's beautiful you should print it and put it in your room in a, <laughs> in a frame and read it every day <laughs> because it's gorgeous and it really uh, you who you are I love I mean I love you and I love what he did his, his reading take us a different word I incredible and your word sophistication of words is, is also incredible Bella so beautiful tribute Thank, amazing <laughs> I can get it. I can. I can. Yeah, I mean, whatever we say, it's not enough, really. I know. And Boo, would you, know. <laughs> Boo, would you like to make a comment on this? <laughs> Boo Bear. Boo. Her phone might be screwing up again. That's fine. Uh, Dave. Yes. <laughs> I would like to come in on it. Yes. Uh, well, I've known Bella for a couple of years now. And, um, Jesus. Sounds like uh, Highway Patrol there. Anyway, um, <laughs> she is uh, everything that uh, is personified in that in that poem. And... Um, I, I thought Titus did a really good job of, of describing her um, and the way she is, the way she affects just about everybody that knows her. Um, and um, I, I just, uh, you know, it, it, it's a, it's a good, it's a really good, um, uh, I don't know, a, a description of Bella's soul, I guess. And uh, um, I think he did a hell of a job on it for a hell of a lady. So there you go. Great comment. Last chance, Boo, if you're still around. Boo's nice. No, she's working, that's why. Uh, and that's fine. That's fine. That's no problem. Um, I'll tell you what. I'm going to go ahead and read my poem next uh, to, to go ahead and uh, do this. And uh, this was a challenge. I, I, I haven't written many in... Uh, in letter form, but this was a contest, and I call this Dear Mist. It goes like this. Dear Mist, do you remember all the times we sat and spoke the things we shared? Like those matching tattoos in your dream ring, the way the music flowed, I smiled when I heard you sing. I looked up the gem you said you loved, dancing your passion, music, your glove. Many things bespoke will remain in my ears through days, weeks, and months, and all these tears. I lay here now broken, for nothing else matters when words become casual and lives seem to splatter. No concern for the time that loyalty rides when mist fades away 
and dreams are forced to die. Caring not a thing, no concern for another disappointment which is cast upon family and mother. All of these years meant nothing to you because if they did, this is not what you'd do. So missed as you float away from this place, just know I'll never forget the touch of your face. Love, what if? End poem. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, brother. I like the ending, what if? Sorry. Well, go ahead, Bella. Make a comment. I love the episode as it's uh, sort of semblance. You know, it's like a letter writing format, and we call it episode if it's done in poetry. I like the title, The Mist. And uh, there's something in here that uh, I don't want to, I don't know how to say without, you know, going all the way. Because once if I do, maybe I will mind. It's going to be hard for me to stop myself. Uh, No concern for the time that totality rides when mist fades away and dreams fools to die, carrying not a thing. No concern for another disappointment which is cast upon family and the mother. That part is very hard-hitting, and I can uh, feel your emotion or the emotion of the, the character. That you place here. What if um, should it be with a question mark or just lay it like that? Um, maybe you have your own explanation why you then put a punctuation at the end. Uh, but um, I feel you. You know, sometimes mm. we just have to learn how to um, watch from afar and then see. How is it going to end? Um, what's the ending will be like, you know? Not how is it going to end, but the ending of the story. But, uh, brother, I, I know. Mm. No problem, no problem. Uh, Randall, what do you think? I like the movement, um, which is what Miss does uh, in a slow kind of way. Um, when you have a line here, no concern for the time and the loyalty rides when mist fades away and dreams forced to die. Yeah, I like the movement of time in this and your rhymes. Well done, brother. That's quite a nice piece. Great flow. I appreciate that. Uh, Salvo, what do you think? Um, this is a kind of sad poem. It, has, it starts with a happy memory with all these questions, you remember this, you remember that, try to um, encapsulate these memories. But then I lay here now broken for nothing else matters. One word becomes, and life seems to splatter. Um, and all these years meant nothing. I don't think any experience that ends, that's me personally, I don't know, I can speak to you, uh, but I feel like any experience even if it ends they'll always have uh, it, it teaches something I don't think it was for nothing even if it changed direction um, and that's just all what I want to say but I love the way you wrote it all your emotion that you put it there especially the last line so missed as you float away from this place just know I never forget the touch of your face there is this um, yearning and there's this uh, um, 
like ready to let go, but at the same time want to hold on. Um, and uh, it's very beautifully moving and really touching deeply, digging deeply. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, my, my Linda, what do you think? Linda. Uh, yeah, I'm here. Um, JC, I think that this was absolutely lovely. Um, it's always hard when we have memories that haunt us. And even if they're good memories, and then they turn out to just haunt us and become uh, an annoyance to where we just want the memory to fade away. And you captured that here in your poem. Um, I, I think that you, the, the imagery here was was intense, and uh, your your um, rhyming was stellar as well. Um, I, I'm I'm ha- happily pleased that uh, you uh, did the rhyme thing. Um, very nice poem. You get a ten from me. <laughs> Thank you so much, Dave. What do you think? Oh, I, I really like this, um, and I agree with uh, I, I I agree with what Selma said about it. Um, you always learn something from any kind of an, uh, a relationship or an experience where you have uh, emotions tangled up in it, um, whether, they're, whether they're good or bad, uh, you're still a learning experience, and that is priceless. Uh, you, you always need that experience. Um, I can see the sadness in this poem. I think we've all been there, uh, you know, if we've really worked at trying to uh, uh, love someone, and um, it shows up in this poem really well. Um, and I also agree with uh, uh, the the fact that it it, it runs along like a uh, uh, like Randall said it runs along kind of almost like a uh, like lyrics in, out of a song in, in a way um, you could put this into a song real easy I think um, and uh, I think you did a hell of a job on it Jay thank you Wayne what did you think well. You read of a mist with a magical twist, and I wish the mist would lay in my dish as would a fish, because I love the wisp of your mist. You relate so well. Great job. <laughs> I appreciate that, Wayne. Thank you. Boo, did you get to hear it? All right. Boo probably didn't get to hear it. So let's let me go to the phone lines and welcome aboard Verge. Hey, Verge, how you doing? Verge. Hi, God. Hi, God. Hello, everybody. I hope you can hear me again. As usual, I've got to always <laughs> say that first. Um, just before, before I say any further, I can't comment on that poem, JC. I didn't hear it, but from what I heard of, well, from what people said, as per usual, you're reflecting on the things that we're all seeing the world go through. And it's it's important that you, that you keep doing these things, that, that people within this group, I would ask, reflect on what they're seeing in the world and put this in their work. Because we can all talk about things from the past, we can all talk about fantasy things, but if we really wanted to grow as a people, we need to write about the failings that we see, which is the reason I've been uh, unable to get on the show before now. So... Great to be with you, and I'm looking forward to the rest of the show. And good job, Josie. 
Thank you. I appreciate that. And let's welcome to the show, Polly. Hey, Polly, how you doing? Hey, everybody. How are you? What's up, Polly? Hey, Polly. Hi, hi, Polly. JC, I can't say hi to Asian Moon. Hi, Asian Moon. I love you. Oh, Joseph Moon's out on board. Great to great to have him Hello, out on Joseph. the board. Hi, guys. Uh, hi, Joseph. Hey, Joseph. <laughs> All right, good to see him out there, and uh, we got this going on. So let's keep it going. Let me see where where I went to next. Um, now, please, if um, if anybody uh, needs to get going, message me. Message me. Please message me on All Poetry, and I'll get your poem up there as quickly as I can. So uh, first and foremost, I'm going to put Linda in there. Then I'm going to check my messages in there. So... I, I do check messages all the time, folks. I don't I don't leave you guys in the dark. So um, right here, Linda, you are up. Thank you very much. And it actually went through this time. This was one of my darker times. It's called feelings of despair, and it goes like this. Days bring feelings of despair. I sit here hanging on. I can't breathe. I can't get air. I'm only a deception. In darkness, I seem to fade, a shadow, but I am. I don't want to be afraid, but now I'm feeling damned. It pulls me down with grips of steel. I just can't get away. I know this isn't real, and I'm not here to play. So lonely is this hiding place that I've gotten in. I only feel the dark's embrace, which makes me my head to spin. I vomit from the twirling feeling. I just can't keep it down. My stomach aches from this ordeal, and I'm slipping underground. I see that I've begun to rot. I feel the devil here. It's the devil did. It's I, the devil, did begot from mayhem and of fear. When will this feeling ever end? When may I start to grieve? Because the darkness will impend, this doom I will receive. I can't go on, it spoke my will, the darkness and the pain. So then I take my hand of pills, that life I will abstain. With life that is now slipping, I can feel relief. As life drains from me, gripping the horror and the grief. So that is it, I've gone to sleep, never to awake. I hope the Lord, my soul to keep, and my heart. To not forsake in poem. Wow, dang! You know, uh, at first I thought you were talking about uh, one of my binge drinking uh, episodes in the nineteen in the nineteen eighties, but or no, nineteen nineties. But I, I see you, <laughs> you weren't talking about that. But the darkness and the despair, and oh my gosh, everything contained within this is just so heart-wrenching, so gut-turning, and I think that you did an amazing job of, of uh, bringing out such such awful emotion that absolutely tear us apart. So that was, that was uh, fabulous, Linda. Amazing job. 
Um, Thank you, Jay. Let me, Thank you, Jay. Let me get some comments for you. Let me start with Bird. Bird, what do you think of that? Yeah, and, uh, um, this is one of those pieces. I noticed you wrote it a year ago. So it really hasn't been that long since you felt like this. Um, it's so real. It's as, as Jay said, it's heartbreaking, but it's, it's brutally honest. And if it's one thing you know that I respect more than anything, it is poetry that reflects brutal truth about the deepest and the darkest places that sometimes we have to go to get to the place where hopefully you are now, which is a better place. So. Right, right. Great right, right. Very enjoyed it. Thank you, Virg. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Randall, what do you think? Never go back to that emotion again. 
I want to be here. Right. And um, like I said, Linda, I'll also you, the light that I have because um, I used it oh many times God. and it gave me life and then that's yours for me to keep. I love you, Linda. I love you too. This was something I I, I wrote about back. Well, I it was I wrote about it recently, but it was about something that happened back when I was a teen. So I've come a long way since there. I can still look back and and see that like it was yesterday. But all in all, um, I'm I'm you know doing way better now, and I plan to to keep that that joy and and happiness in my life. But thank you, I'm Bella. Glad that you're you're there. so sweet. Now you you may I comment? You may absolutely. I heard this before, Linda, and um, it's strange when someone reads something, always you see something different. This time I see you not only you, 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 you describe this there, but physically how it made you feel. And emotion, the emotion and the physically, your stomach, your, the, it's just incredibly, and how you feel like you're going down into black hole and the, and the demons. You put it there, feeling feel afraid, uh, the my stomach, vomit, rotten, it's just incredible, your choice of word. And, then, and with top of this, you still rhyme. But what really touched me the most at the end, you ended up with a prayer. People, when they are seeing dark, they don't go back to God. They actually blame God. And you still had the faith impact. You touch, I really dare asking God, like, I hope the Lord, my soul, to keep my heart. Not. It really made one want to cry when I read this. That's so beautiful, and again, it shows who we really are. It's such a beautiful story. I really love you, Linda, and your strength and what you had to go through. In such a beautiful soul, you just spread love instead of spreading hate for it, in spite of what you had to go through. So I'm, I, Thank uh, you I'm so. really touched, touched by that deeply. Yeah. My pleasure. Thank you so much, Dawa. Oh, my pleasure. I love you for that. I love you too. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. I'm muting myself. Uh, uh, I get scared of Paul, Polly, <laughs> Polly, you're going to get the last day. Yeah, Polly, you're going to get the last day, and then we're putting your uh, your piece on the board. Okay. Yeah, you know, you talked about darkness and how how it instills fear. And it's the truth, you know. What we can't see does scare us sometimes, but we know it's there, you know. And what Einstein was trying to prove the the the, the theory of of um, evolution and and creation, and he, he used the fact that he said God didn't create God, uh, God didn't create evil. It, evil appears when you're without God. So those who turn their back right. and go to the darkness will always have fear, you know. So it it, it, it that's like it sprung to my mind when when I when you were reading that part of the uh, poem. Very nice, very very uh, very heartfelt, and and uh, the energy that you put into it uh, really resonates. Thank you very much. And Paula, you are on the board. Okay. Let me get over there. 
Sorry, not reading it. Uh, <laughs> I'm lost on this board here. Okay, here we go. Gold to rust. Oh. Where have you gone through this time? Where have you gone this time? I... The game of hide and seek has long been over, and no longer, and no longer is the trend. <clears throat> I'm the one who left, who's left counting to 110. Only to find no one as I uncover my eyes from the hands of now an older man. Where did the time go? Where have I gone while in between 1 and 110? You're the one who wanted to hide. I'm the fool who closed his eyes and refused to see all that was going on, letting you go without a trace. I was better off alone in my own world with four secure walls. Because we are stones that are crushed dust over a rock, sitting away from being controlled by authority of society. Where it all has done in this atmosphere of uncertainty. Like green to gray and gold to rust, youth to old, you're the one who chose me. I'm the fool who lost it all and will lose it all the same way over and over again. So before I climb out onto deck to take my swings, I'll turn to you with a smile and a wink and say, here, watch this, hold my beer. As I walk the path to home plate in my now golden year, that so many walked before me, the number 33 on the back of my jersey and I begin to fade into the bright spotlight high above this world, thy stage of destiny and of home. This is absolutely perfect. Um, I love this poem. I absolutely, this is probably my favorite poem that you have done, Pauly. Uh, it, 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 you know, sometimes we should, you know, this is the, it's a sad, sad poem because, but it, it, it uh, really has a timely message in that sometimes, uh, sometimes the people we thought were supposed to be those that, were better for us turn out to be those who who sometimes hurt us. And we yes. look at the situation, it's like um sometimes I wish I didn't know I didn't know now what I didn't know then. You know, it, it's that old line from um from Poison and from Toby Keith and whatever, you know, um whatever song you want to you want to pick of theirs because that ultimately is the condition that uh, that we're living in and that we're seeing. 
Um, Dave, what did you think about that poem? Yeah, I agree with what you said about it. Um, it's uh, it is really sad, and um, you know, I have, from my own personal experience, <clears throat> I have discovered a, a couple of people that were lifelong friends that really weren't friends, uh, and um, it makes you feel like a fool sometimes that you courted them along for as long as you did. Uh, I think this is written really well. It's very descriptive of um, how Polly feels, I think, inside. And um, um, I like, the, I like the, the first two lines of the poem, where have you gone to this time, my friend, question, you know, asking. Uh, the game of hide-and-seek has long been over and no longer is the trend. Um, that sort of, those two lines sort of set the whole poem up, in, in my opinion, uh, for for what's going on with it, it makes you put you kind of shifts your mindset over into um, you know uh, where where the author is going with this poem. Um, I thought it was really well written and um, I liked it, uh, and it's appropriate too. So that's my two cents. Yep, I want to say hello to Meta out on the board. I want to say hello to Moth Pit Poetry out on the board. Great to see everybody out there. Uh, and uh, let me get a comment from. Hey, thank you for that comment. Thanks, by the way. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Uh, let's let's get a comment from uh, Verge on this. Verge, what do you think of that? Yeah, Paul, this is cool, man. I like the time as well. Um, oh. I the 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 one hundred and one line is a very Poignant one. Funnily enough, I just watched the latest Mel Gibson movie yesterday called Boss Level, and it's showing a man going through the repetition of life, in essence, to find love at the end of it. And the gold to rust element is very much a part of our whole existence, is it not? being born and growing into the gold and then as we age the rust and the wear and the tear and how we can uh, evolve through all of these processes sorry about evolve through all of these processes this is a poem that reflects on that as far as I can um, interpret so I think this is also a very very cool way um, and uh, yeah I'm here rusting with you bro <laughs> um, and hopefully the rust won't wear me out too soon. I'm still here trying to continue to find more gold. Um, and this is one of those moments where a bit of gold is shot. So good job, bro. Well done. Well, thank you for that. Yes, and I will let, uh, let, let uh, Salo make the last comment on this. Salo, what do you think? Oh, I lost the poem because I was messaging someone, but I remember what he said. The first question, he answered in the middle, like uh, uh, saying that he left, he's, um, he's the one who chose to leave. Uh, who, why, why are you all these years? But in the middle, he say it was him who chose to leave. And also being alone, we've been better between four walls. If I'm, this is top of my head. I, I don't have the poem in front of me. That's why That's I don't re- recall the exact words. Yes. The wall. It's so. This is the horrible feeling when you feel you you have 
like I don't know how long you know this friend, but, but even if a year or month, whatever, he meant so much for you, and then they let go. It's just a horrible feeling. You start questioning everything that you did together. Uh, what was it? If he was not in my life, would it have been better? It is the most horrible thing. I think it's cowardly when people walk away like this with no, uh, with no sign or no explanation. That's the worst because you're always going to question why, what happened, rather than right. understand, uh, understand what really what caused this than rather disappear like this. It's, uh, so I really feel for you because I went through this myself. And it's, you, you always remember them because you have this beautiful memory. It depends on the person. You can, like, uh, just uh, turn your back, but you still have, we come back these memories, and you're always going to question what happened, why. But at the end, you just have to let go and uh, just move on. Um, uh, really very touching poem. Very touching you poem. Yes, learn from a lesson, exactly. What I was going to say earlier, that reminds me of this uh, poem, and just learn from your lesson and let go. Um, and it's just nice. show that you really hurt, and but you you also show your strength as well. Thank you for that. Yes. Thank you for that. Wonderful, oh wonderful, wonderful comment, Salwa. That's that's that shows your great heart. That shows your great heart right there. All right, yes. thank you, Polly. I know you got to head off to work, so thank you, brother, oh, yeah. for uh, yeah, for giving us your time. Thank you, everyone. Yes. Oh, bye. Thank you for the show. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. All right. And uh, next we are going to go on the board with Meta. He has asked me to read this for him. So let's give this a go. And this is called The Truth from Lies. And it goes like this. Is the truth what we believe, or is a lie what we perceive? Does the truth set us free, or is the truth what we can see? Lies are a web, a tangled mess, a venomous spider with eight legs. The truth hurts. There is no denying. Because of the truth, I sit here crying. It's hard to separate truth from lies. Because she lied, we said goodbye. What is the truth? I don't understand. Is the truth a lie with a sleight of hand? Is the truth a magic trick? Or is it a lie moving too quick? I can't explain so much confusion. Sometimes the truth just a lie's illusion. Is a lie the truth that's lost in its spark? Or is the truth a lie lost in the dark? Maybe the truth's what we can feel. It's hard to believe the truth is real. We all live behind a broken glass, and I wonder how long the truth will last. Because the truth should last forever, we all know a lie will last for never. Lies are black clouds that hide blue skies, and it's hard to separate the truth from lies. End poem. Damn straight, Meta. Damn straight. This is such a freaking amazing poem that uh, speaks absolute monumental truth. Uh, I think that you have absolutely freaking nailed it. Um, You know, and uh, (laughs) amazing, amazing job. Yep, we got that. 
Um, Linda, what do you think about that? I thought just wow. <laughs> that the play on words in this was fantastic. Um it was so playfully done, but the message ah. um the message was very very strong. It all made sense if you followed it along real closely. It every word made perfect sense. And even though it seemed like it was kind of a play on words, it it spoke the truth, you know, and and that's what it's all about. So I think this was a fabulous piece of work. Thank you. Yeah, it seems like we're getting a bit of a, a theme going on here tonight. Uh, Sal, what do you think? Oh, I see again uh, the truth, but it had a different uh, than what um, uh, Angel was talking about. A kind of different truth here. The other one about enemies. This is the play. I agree with you all of you said, but the the, the going back and forth. Uh, of the um, lion to show how he he is confused. He is really confused about it, and that he play he demonstrated very beautifully. I said, but beautifully. My la- the last three stanzas are really are amazing. Uh, the whole poem, but the, those three. Uh, we all live behind a broken glass, and I wonder how long the truth will last. Um, because when something you you. It's broken, you never can bring it back to normal. And that's, uh, that's so true. Um, it should last forever, but then lies are back clouds that hide blue skies, and it's hard. And sometimes, I, I'm not, I'm not going to contradict you, Meta, because you're entitled to your feeling. We're talking about something else. But sometimes we are so hurt that we can see um, other, like the truth as a lie, but maybe it is the truth is not a lie. But, but we are so hurt that we that's how we see it, with our eyes because of the hurt. But when we take distance ourselves and think about it again, we see it is the truth and it's the reality. But I, everyone is different. I'm not talking about you. I, I don't talk about you necessarily, um, uh, Meta, but in general, I experience this myself. I mean, so I'm talking about from my personal experience as well like contradicting you whatsoever, just the thought came to my mind. And it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful poem. It really is. I went ahead and uh, I pinned it and I've nominated it. I think it's just uh, absolutely fabulous. Um, Randall, what do you think? Reality lies in numerous layers of deception. And fighting their way through them right now, the air off the way they are uh, is a big job, uh, and this piece hits on it and all the different um, articulations of trying to wrap himself uh, around what truth is, fighting through all the layers that we go through. I thought it was very well done. I agree with you totally on that. Um... Let me see. Uh, okay, Boo, what do you think? Oh, no, I was going to let you uh, make a comment on Meta's poem. Damn it. Okay, sorry. Uh, yeah, that's cool. I should go read it because I was in the middle of something. Um well, it's true, you know, the truth for lies, but you know, there's two sides to every story. We have to remember that. I think that's important. Um, what some people think is the truth, other people think is a lie. Um, but the truth hurts. There's no denying because of the truth. I sit here crying. And, you know, 
you're going to hurt somebody somewhere along the line. Not that you want to, but you may. Um, but I think it's, all this is the truth. <laughs> and uh, it's really kind of sad, actually, but well written. That if, I like the format, too, that you have it. Um, I'm going to read it again later. I'm sorry. I'm working, but I liked it. Well, I know, I know that Verge wants to make a comment because he said that Meta's turning into one of his favorite poets. So go ahead, Verge. Thank you, Josie. Yes, Meta. Yes. This is the eternal question, and it has been beautifully put together in this poem. This is definitely one of my favorites of yours. Um, The truth hurts. There's no denying because of the truth, I sit here crying. Oh, yeah, I can't express my appreciation for this poem enough. Um, the best way I think that I can do it to cut this comment short is remember the movie, remember Jack Nicholson telling Tom Cruise, you can't handle the truth. This, my friend, exhibits that. Fantastic. Beautifully worded. As I keep telling you, keep writing, keep sharing. People truly benefit from this level of wisdom. Fantastic. You want the truth? You want the truth? You can't handle the truth. (laughs) Yes, that's it, baby. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's what I'm talking about. There's some people that can't handle that truth. And uh, all right, let's uh, let's move on. Where am I going from here? I think we were going. Let me see what, uh, what I have ready. Uh, Randall, I'm going to have you go ahead and read your poem next. All right. There uh, it is. Yay, Randall. Oh, yeah, uh, well, Boo picked one for you. I don't know if you want to. Yeah, that's cool. This is a, it's a picture prompt, but I think it's relevant to these last few pieces that we've been hearing here. Uh, it's called a, uh, what the hell is it called? Dimensional Seasons. You finally arrive with, fema- <clears throat> with feminine symbols sprouting through humanity's tattered trunk of mangled roots rotted by the devastation of liberty like a wounded mother budding scarlet with skin tone branches waving aimlessly in a weep of spring pleas for lost children, yet beyond the stench of apocalyptic skies drenched with dead grays and burnt warnings that linger with a false sense of victory and cloudy lips, a light awaits benevolence, show its cunning face above natural wastelands, before piercing stagnant veils with ethereal vaccines full of eternal promises and a poem. Wow. You you absolutely are correct on the relevancy of behind this. I, I, you really got me in that fourth stanza when you said The whole four stanza, you really got me. Yet beyond the stench of apocalyptic skies drenched with dread grays and burnt warnings that linger with a false sense of victory in cloudy lips. 
I think that right there is just a, a, a fabulous uh, addition to everything that's been said tonight, that everything that just keeps on coming forth tonight. And uh, I, like I said, uh, what I'm planning to do for the next poem actually just adds on to this. There is, a, there is that common theme tonight. I think that you have absolutely brought this, and I love the direction you took on that. That right there is telling me, telling me that, um, you know what, there might be that sense of sweetness, but what is it really bringing to us? What is it really bringing to us? We've still got to be careful. We've got to be careful that this, what they're getting ready to feed us, what they're getting ready to give us, is not necessarily the thing that's going to be what we need or where we're going. That, especially when I'm looking at before piercing stagnant veils with ethereal vaccines full of eternal promises. Yeah, I see that there, brother. You have absolutely freaking nailed this. I, I love it. I love it. Again, you guys are just absolutely knocking it out of the freaking park with all of these poems. Just fabulous. Thanks, uh, let me get a Thanks. let me get a comment for you from Dave. Dave, what do you think about this? Oh yeah, I <laughs> I agree with everything that you said about it. Uh, took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, <laughs> um, I like the second stanza here a lot. It says, "Like a wounded mother budding scarlet." with skin-toned branches waving aimlessly in, the, in a weep of spring pleas for lost children. That's, that's a really powerful uh, stanza right in there. Um, I like the way the whole thing was written. Uh, I like the tone of it. And um, I, I just think he did a hell of a job on it, Randall. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. Sure. And uh, let me get a comment from from Sawa on the Sawa, what do you think? Well, this is quite powerful from the title all the way to the, you said it all already, but I feel like the, the choice of season, I look at my attention, the dimensional season, that made me think. And you give it a, a feminine symbol. It's very interesting, your take. I mean, the message is very clear, but the way you presented it, it's very mangled roots, rotted, the devastation of liberty. <laughs> I... Uh, there's a, like layers of layers of message here, the lost children, the people who lost their life, the, pr- the promises, the, the full of eternal promises. Uh, like there, it's really devastating of liberty. liberty. The, the wording choice is so powerful, it's just you cannot go unnoticed. Um, the, the imagery as well with feminine symbols. When I think of you chose a mother, like the the next the second stanza, like a wounded mother, uh, I agree with you, um, David. It's a very powerful one. But then she's waving aimlessly, not even aim uh, with aimlessly, not with aim. She's aimlessly because she's lost kids who lost their life. It's incredible the emotion he put there with the imagery themselves and the message too. Very powerful, indeed. And then uplifting skies. Oh, I just can go on forever. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, seems like, it seems like the seasons that we're going through, uh, besides the 3D seasons, are moving in quantum levels, um, affecting our emotions, our physical health, our spiritual health, our psychological health, and 
everything else. Um, and they moved to seasons also. Uh, so coming out of a, a dark winter here, I think we're about to see some things on the horizon. And I know there's a lot of gloom and doom, but uh, I think we're going to see some things on the horizon here that's going to really surprise everybody on all levels. As they yeah, say, I think our rep- faith is the substance I think our rep- of things our- hoped for. And go ahead, go ahead Randall. Things- yeah. So I said, hey, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. So this uh, this time period right now is kind of uh, requiring the patience of the saints to weather it, all right? Um, so I think good things are coming. We just got to get through it. Thank you, guys. Yeah, that's, you know, I, I like the, I like your, uh, your mentioning of that um, because we, we are, it's in a rough time. And not only does it affect us emotionally, it also affects us rationally. So I, I think that you, you, you are definitely on to something there. Uh, let me get a comment from Linda. Linda, what do you think? Um, I thought it was really cool. Um, let me see what, uh, I think, uh, that he did that prompt justice. Um, the picture itself says a thousand words and he nailed it. Um, and you're right, good things are about to come to pass. Um, it's bad now, but we have signs that good things are about to happen. And the feeling through this poem is kind of like that. Um, it's very uh, ethereal. Um, it, it, it's kind of soft and, and mellow, but it states a very, very important message. And um, I think he did a great job writing this. Thank you so much. Yeah. I appreciate it. That sounds like you're aware of what's potentially coming. <laughs> and Verge, what do you think? Well, I'm doing my mind. Yeah, this is it, man. This is the stuff that people need to be cognizant of and be thinking about. The theory of vaccine full of eternal promises. I said before, I'm a half a glass of empty guy. But listening to your comments, the future is a beautiful assessment of positive things that can come from all of this darkness that is going on in the world currently. And I can only hope that you're right because we really are going through an incredibly strange period in human progression or regression. But hopefully out of it, we find a much better place for humanity to be. This is fantastic life. Um, I feel privileged to have been on the show to hear it. Um, just keep writing and keep sharing your knowledge and your wisdom. Man. Great job. And Boo, do you big, want to make a comment? Big V. Thank you, brother. You're welcome, bro. Thank you. Boo, okay. do you want to make a comment? Randall, uh, yeah, Randall, you know, this is so good, and you've taught me about all of these things that are coming and all the things that we don't see and all things we show up in our eyes to, and I thank you for that, for opening my eyes and letting me see um, what's coming. I know that I don't always seem like I'm paying attention, but I am. Um, and I thought this was lovely. Um, your words are always beautiful, but poetic, educational. You're a mentor, and I love you. I thought it was fantastic. Great job. 
Uh, thank you, dear one. Many blessings to you. All right. Hey, I'm going to keep on keep on our common theme here because I, I read this one prior to it, and he said that I nailed the comment. So here's a, and he's out there listening. So Rob, here's your here's your poem, and he sent us the SoundCloud. Seeds grow more of the same fruits. Philanthro capitalism sloped on slippery Swiss stages, snowing ice cold tycoons and sunglass-wearing crooners who proclaim to chop the vaults at the waist. Now plumber-mushroom-munching giants take their place, with their faces hidden behind gates, under dirty umbrellas, covering canals, funneling sneaky sips of cocktails under Dolce & Gabbana cocktails in the shady Panamanian sun. Basements packed and racked with stacks and expired African food stamps where the Tetris slights of shifty shifting, rocket monopoly ball pieces up into lofts built in outer space, as a racket dodgeball and double, triple sixes win the gold ones first place in the race. Ledger magicians and novel noble politicians draw lines through the streets, hiding Caesar in mad top hats, and draining the lake where firemen drown with ten circus city clowns. Tisk tisk zipped up lips. The label sticks. Just another tinfoil trick. All right. I want to read my comment because <laughs> because I don't think I could repeat it again. Uh, it goes like this. Fascinating right on how lies are built in society in order to try and build foundations. Problem is those foundations are always flimsy and eventually they crumble. Your assessment of these monsters is spot on and the metaphors work well. The common person who gives their best is shown it is just not enough under the greed of those who lie. Yeah, this is uh, this is great as far as um, letting us know. You know, I've always said in America, I don't care whether you're Republican or Democrat. Um, the politicians have become almost near the same, and it's just a sad state of affairs how how this this goes. And I think he put this quite well uh, in, in uh, you know, in, in, in the concept of greed and the concept of lies. So I, I think he did a great job on this. Uh, Randall, I'm going to start with you on this. What, what do you think? Oh, this is a, uh, this is an exceptional piece of work here. Um, the word phrasing um, is quite something. And the, uh, the alliteration uh, that he used it is quite intelligent. I love the movement of this, and it's got a uh, uh, it's got a lot of power moving in a whimsical kind of way, but yet, again, quite powerful. I thought this was an exceptional piece. Well done. I did too, and I thought it worked so well with everything that we're putting out there too. And I, I think just yeah, uh, yes, everything that, is just going yeah. so. So freaking well together. Uh, Salwa, what do you think? This is a really, uh, the, from the title, Seeds Grow More of the Same Fruit, Capitalism. It's really about capitalism, how not only politicians, like the banking system in Switzerland, the, the scandal that happened, the big tycoon happened recently. I think uh, um, there's a couple of ones, one of the and others. And then also how in Africa, this is true, and I've seen it when I was there, how they label, uh, they change the dates of the food expiration and sell them 
to the third world when it's already expired. How horrible. A lot of, a lot of people get poisoned and die. I mean, there's so much corruption. It's, it's, it's kind of disgusting, actually. So he really touched on this very, very powerful, always his writing, just incredible. I don't know what's in your brain, Rob, how <laughs> you write. It's just like incredible how you write and how you put it together, the wording, encyclopedia and the knowledge. But, I mean, and then he ends up, uh, you go, you move on from from up Switzerland, from Europe to Asia to Africa. It's all over the world. It's not an American problem. It's global. And that's very brilliant because it's a global problem. And then uh, end up blaming the, of course, the, they have a hand in there, the politician, that's for sure, but... Uh, Incredibly brilliant, brilliant piece. Uh, very smart. I mean, I can find my words. Brilliant. <laughs> and uh, Linda, what do you think? Well, I I agree with Sala. This is a brilliant piece. Um, it speaks um, of the the just the unacceptable um, things that are that go on with the rich. And the politicians as well, um, the back and forth. It's games. It's playing games. And this showed that. Um, I think he did a lot of uh, heartfelt research coming up with this. Um, uh, the the imagery was freakishly realistic, um, and and it metaphorically was quite sound. But I think that. Uh, it was a, a very strong, imposing right. So, yeah, great job. And next, Verge. Verge, what do you think? Oh, man, again, as I said in the comments, this is a perfect follow-up to Randall's Um Tisk, tisk, zipped up lips, the label sticks, just another tinfoil trick. Says it all. They are playing games with people's lives, people in power. We, as the people, have a responsibility to let it be known that we can see the games that they're playing and we want better from these people. Um, many people have spoken about Rob's qualities um, in some of the diction he uses, but I think that the overall message here is one that we all really need to say to ourselves. So, a fabulous time. Great job. Well, listening, well, great job. Thank you very much for this. Amazing comment. Boo, do you want to make a comment? Yeah, I don't know what else I could say other than everybody else. I mean, you know, he makes you think. Look at the bullshit. Look what's going on. He always does the research. Um, it's relevant. It's really poetic. Um, beautifully written words that make you think. Read it a few times to decipher what you're going to say. Uh, Great poem, thought-provoking, and I liked it. All right. I think what I'm doing, I'm, I'm saying it's trying to kind of get a feel of where to go next. And I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to play another SoundCloud next. And this time I'm trying to I, – I, I just have a feel today, and I'm just trying to ride with this feel, folks. So just hang with me. I'm going to go with Rick next. So let's, let's check this out. Slates, written and read by Rick Howe. Listen 
Listen, he hissed as he gathered up the dagged lengths. Mine is not a home to be speared by the sun, to be claimed by the rain, to be invaded by the moon. Mine is not a home for the raucous filthy pigeons and their soft waste mountains with contour feather trees. Listen, listen, I've picked up the lengths with stone-stung fingers from the gutters and the pavements, from foxglove-crowded borders, as if they were the skull splinters of a proud and fallen king. Now, boys, help me. A man needs strong walls, sturdy and crowned. What else could protect him from the churning of the world? Listen, listen, some can be saved, those moss-haired or bald, the green and the grey, the others dust now, we need new boys, quarried from the earth, pulled from the shale, and thrust to the sky, and held fast like Christ's skin, on honest vocal timbers, overlapping like the scales on the devil's cold hide, listen, listen, we must hurry boys, hurry, the clouds must the mountains, the winds flex their fingers, the minutes become leaves in a late November gale. Hurry, boys, hurry, throw that roof toward the storm, toward where the sun lies, tousled under blankets, towards where the moon strolls in slowly waking dreams. The rain is gaining, the wind is wanton. Hurry, hurry, cast those slim stones high, and protect me from the weather, from the cruelty of seasons, protect me from the horrors from the giants of the skies. Listen, listen, we threw up his roof, twelve of us drenched, shivering and slipping as the rains drove in, and he stood watching, keening and berating, his old neck craning up from below, and we, the twelve of us drenched, shivering, watched the river reach up and drag him away. Whoa. You go, boy. Shit. Wow. Hell yeah. That is so freaking yeah. powerful. I think, uh, wow, I, yeah. I think this was the per- perfect thing to play right on after that, uh, after everything that we've done. This is go just ahead. keeping on, keeping on. Wow, that was amazing. Um, the desire to be sheltered in these seasons to be sheltered from what is attacking us to be sheltered from all of this pain that this world is giving us that that uh, you know that we places we don't expect to receive pain you know we see this rain coming we see these seasons coming we see this weather coming just attacking us just doing things that that uh we we uh, need to we're, we're, he's pleading for the shelter to come against this weather. And I think that this is freaking brilliant again. Wow. This is, I'm going to see if this was a front page pick because this is another one that needs to be um, put up on that front page. This is freaking amazing. Um, let me start with Dave. Dave, what do you think about this? Well, I didn't get a chance to, to listen to it because I was uh <laughs> dealing with my dog, <laughs> so I'll have to pass. I can't make a, uh, you know, no problem. comment on it. No problem. Hey, Randall, you've been talking about the seasons the entire time. <laughs> give me give me a hit. Give me a hit on this one, man. 
You know what, bro? Uh, fuck, Rick. This piece, absolutely brilliant. This is quite a piece of art. And if it's not on the front page, something's freaking wrong here. This is uh, gorgeous in its texture, its breadth, its brilliance, um, its depth, uh, its movement. Uh, this has just got it all here. Don't let anybody fool you, Rick, including yourself, my friend. You're a true poet. Well done. Absolutely. And like I said, this is another one I pinned recommending because it just blends in with everything here. Selva, go ahead. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. It really gave me goosebumps. It gave me goosebumps because it's the way he read it. It's like I feel, um, what is echoing? Sorry, there's too much echoing. Uh, the way he read it, it just kept, not only captivate you, grasp you, pull you in. Like uh, we are in peace in front of theater and someone really performing, uh, trying, not even theater, real life, when someone in danger and screaming for help and you just have to hurry. It's incredible repetition, listen and hurry and boys. And my favorite, I think the one that's very got my attention, now boys help me, a man needs strong walls, sturdy and crowned. What else could protect him from the churning of the world? You talk about season. But then he turned it to the churning of the world. It's a journey, what people have to go through, and some people have to go some atrocity in their world. It's just incredible. It's talk about humanity and what humanity has to go through. Uh, I mean, it's relevant for today, what's happening. People forget other people. They, they just turn their back, like what Patrick said. Some people suffering. It, it is so powerful. This is timeless peace, really timeless peace. I am... I, I mean, I just can't find my words. Incredibly read and the message, everything. You you said it very beautifully, Randy. I can't say anything after what you said. Yeah, this is quite powerful piece. Yeah, incredible. Like, you know, incredible. Yeah, it should be on the front page for a long time. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> wow, Rick, you really rocked it, rocked it, rocked it, definitely. Hello? Where's your TA? Hello? I thought I took myself off the mute, but I didn't. Linda, what do you think about this? <laughs> well, I agree with Sal. It's a phenomenal piece. Um, the guy really wanted his house built is, is the part that I liked about it. I mean, he was really into, you know, finding these guys to help him out. And um, the, the, there's, a, there's a verse here that goes, And trust to the sky, and thrust to the sky, and held fast like Christ's skin on honest vocal timbers. That is beautiful. I mean, it talks of the strength that um, he was trying to invoke to get his, his house built. But um, I think that it, his reading of it was... Uh, just another phenomenal act. Um, the the passion that went into that was was just overwhelming, and it, it did it brought goosebumps to my to my arms too. And uh, I I think if there's any question 
I mean, I don't know why there would be, but if there's any question, Rick, you are a stellar poet. Uh, this was very well done. Thank you. Can, can I please add something quickly, GTA? Yes. I just saw something that really got my attention, the last line. Someone, I'm not sure if someone died. He said, and we, the 12 of us, drenched, shivering, watched the river reach up and drag him away. I don't know if that's the death of someone. That's why he's screaming. And yeah, I mean, my goodness, I hope not. But I, I, I'm questioning this possibly. That's Ooh, gonna get my. May I, may, may I on that one, Stella? Yeah. Uh, how many apostles? <laughs> yes. how, how many apostles were there? Oh, he's talking about the Bible. Okay, got it. <laughs> I thought that was really nice. I was really thought. Yeah, I, I know how many in the Bible. Yes, I, that, I got mixed up. I really got, thought it was real, like in real life. Because he's talking about Chris, uh, Chris earlier. That's right, Jesus Christ earlier. Absolutely. Okay, thank you for waking me up. I just got emotional. I said, "Oh my God, someone died." <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and uh, I want to let Verge have the last. Verge, what do you think? Um, like you've all said, I mean, you've all said pretty much everything that I would want to say. Uh, all I would say is, listen, listen. And as you've all said, this should be a front-page pick for people to read, 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 and read again. Um, <laughs> fantastic, fantastic piece of verse. I, you, you have a piece of mind for tonight. I don't know, Jay-Z. I feel like I've, I've said the wrong piece because the vibe tonight is so deep and so reflective of society's problems in the world today. So, um, you know, just, just fantastic. I'm really happy that I'm today's show because there have been some tremendous writers. This is yet another one. Fantastic job. And great read. Awesome. Boo, do you want to say anything about it? She must be uh, with a patient, no problem. And let's go ahead and um, let me see. I I know where I'm going to go from here. And let me go grab his poem. But, uh, Dave, we're going to have you read next. Let me grab your poem out. Okay. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So one time I wasn't prepared. <laughs> All right, Dave, you are up. After I unmute you. Okay, yeah. Dave, let's try this again. <laughs> okay. Well, this one's not, this one's a little, anybody that's got a a little bit of adventure in them will maybe like this. It's not as noble as some of them, but anyway, I'll see if I can pronounce this correctly. It's in Spanish. It's called uh, El Demonio Tese Trofeos de Hombres. I don't know. I probably blew it. Anyway, um, it goes like this. The demon who makes trophies of men, it is thought that life from the stars would be gentle, kind, and intelligent. The latter is true, but they are not kind, nor are they gentle. Hieroglyphs from a scribe on the walls of Abu Simbel in the reign of Ramses IV. So it was that my dog and I underneath the forest sky, whose trees reaching forth our path northwest by north, deep into the forest well of souls, dark path and brooding rolls. Ever on in 
into a place seldom trespass, light in odd wavelengths cast, shadows that run from themselves at weird angles to the forest bills, frightened from this ethereal light, something in the trees, a fright, animals and humans, their skin removed, upside down hanging to be viewed, such an abominable display, their blood below them lay, this glen silent of all life therein, my dog and I entered when I saw it, the forest came alive, moving at odd angles to my eye. We stood stock still, even my dog, until it moved in my direction, brush moving an alien reflection, not of this earth, nor from her birth, leaden footfalls that shook the ground as it walked around and around. My dog and I, waiting for some sort of re reply, three red laser dots playing across my face, weighing any threats to it. Reluctant to acquit, sees no weapon upon me, were unfit to be his trophy. He turns off his light-bending rainbow so my dog and I may know the face behind the mask of his interstellar cask. Long black serpents from a head trailing head ridgeback instead that move on their own to some cosmic unknown. Mandibles, mouth-like size, spread open a mouth that rise, Deafening guttural swine-like roar, such a creature God should abhor. His skin, a paler shade of white, glows inside the forest light. Woodland's ghost-like woodland ghost demon giant drenched in a fragrance so defiant. Small animal skulls, decoration around his waist for observations. Warrior or hunter, I don't know. I am lost to his visual undertow. Piercing red, hydrogen alpha eyes glowing at me implies I'm not worthy of combat. I'm glad he's got all of that. The demon that makes trophies of men respects me. I did not run and then hands me an ancient musket, musket dated 1751. His adaptive armor fights, stealing the forest copyrights in shades of greens and golds. Such a strange story I have told, for I would not show this place to you, his carnage worse when the sky is pure blue and it grows, and this year it grows hot. His secret is my secret, for I will not visit his hunting grounds again. No man can match his zen, the ultimate hunter I have seen from the universe and world in between. The dark mother spoke to me, saying, David, my man, you have met my celestial adjudicator set. He is the gatherer of ravaged souls. Those that can destroy, he extols. To the boat of souls, to the ferryman on the river Styx, between and betwixt heaven and hell. He is the ringer of hell's bells for now and forevermore. Amen. I love you, David, the dark mother whispers in long wave RF, and she was gone. Set the demon who makes trophies of men, all the bad men and all the bad women. It was then that I left the strange and dark glen. End poem. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I had to. I couldn't help myself. I couldn't help myself. I had to put the predator sound in there because yeah. that is what you you absolutely nailed it. Um, if anybody doesn't know that that was that was a scene from I believe Predator Two uh, with Danny Glover. No. No, 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 no. Which one? Well, it, it actually comes from both of them, but um, I, I more or less had the uh, uh, first one in mind. But 
Um, it's just kind of my version of it, actually. <laughs> yeah, and it was it turned out excellent. But uh, I really, really noticed the uh, the the musket part because that 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 scene right there yeah. really sure really uh, you know it's been imprinted into my head, especially with with those kind of uh, those kind of tales. And I, I think that you have uh, you've brought in the sci-fi part of it out real well in this. I, I really like that. Um, let me get a comment, uh, from, let's get a comment from Verge on this. Verge, what did you think about that? Wow. I, I really don't know what to say about that. That, that, that poem, this poem is really, really clever, really, really interesting, really twisted. Uh, the rich background is a reference to the dog. Or, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm kind of stumped as to what to say, but what I will say is very, very, very interesting write, Dave. Um, you clearly have a lot Thank to you. say. Keep, keep writing, bro. Keep writing. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Very, very different, but very, very cool. Oh, thank you very much. Cool, man. Uh, Randall, what do, you, what do you think about that? Oh, man. Well, I know the movie well. Um and I love the storytelling and the imagery that's uh, woven through here. You did quite an exceptional job in that, Dave. Um, Thank you. I find it I find it interesting that uh, Jay the the theme of tonight that seems to move here, reflecting all the same things from all the different views, is all the same thing. Um, and it's the reality uh, that there are true monsters in the world. Um, in one way or mm-hmm. another. Uh, and this is just another way of capturing it. Um, well done, bro. Thank you. Um, and Linda, might... Linda, what do you think? Well, Mr. Prophet, you have done it again. Your storytelling <laughs> is stellar. <laughs> um, Thank you. Thank yeah, you, this sweetie. was very interesting, and it was very, very scary. Um, you do that well, though. Um, but it was nice how you incorporated the movie into your story for the prompt, and um, you did a really good job on that. And yeah, the imagery on this was really stellar. Um, it it brought strength and 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 power through with it. And um, yeah, I really liked it. Good job, Mr. Prophet. Oh, thank you, Linda. Thank you. I might add that the uh, background for this is uh, taken. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I, I think uh, I think someone might have uh, recognized something. Sawa? Oh, by all means, let's hear it. Sawa. Oh, I think we lost well, her. Oh, she was about ready to say something, then we lost her. No. <laughs> Well, what I was going to say was the background, if you if you click on the title link and you go to this page, the background picture is the, is in the Yellowgate area, and it's about five minutes away from my house. This is the type of woods we have up here in the Pacific Northwest. So that's all I was going to oh, say. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know where you're talking about. Uh, I was, When I was in the military, I did some um, – some, um, Train uh, some trips 
I should say, and not, not necessarily training. Sometimes I train people. Sometimes I went there for uh, admin stuff, and uh, I took uh, some trips up to Vancouver Island and also up to uh, um, Joint Base Lewis-McChord. Uh, so I know I, I know the Washington State area pretty well, and I think that uh, a, a lot – and I also – uh, did my sergeant uh, course uh, there as well? So, yeah. So I, I know I went. Hey, I know Jay, what you're can I can about. I can I comment again? Uh, sure, Linda. Yeah, I forgot to say something when when I was commenting. Um, there's something you did in this poem that was very unusual: is to make that monster guy have compassion. When he when he doesn't kill the guy because he wasn't armed, um, and he didn't find him worthy, but he he tries to hand him a weapon that that he thought he could use, but all in all, he had the compassion to to let them go, and I found that to be very charming. Anyway, that's all I wanted to say. No problem. Okay. Salo, we got you back. Is there something you wanted I'm so to say? Sorry. Yes, the first I want to apologize. Someone was knocking at my door very like like crazy out in my house. I thought it terrified me. I uh, uh, light on my car or something. Nothing. Sorry about that. It really terrified me. You okay? Thought, uh, yeah, I'm okay. After David Fulham, I said, oh my gosh, is this? <laughs> I start talking to myself. I'm sorry because no one come at us late at night here. So I'm really sorry. I'm embarrassed. But anyhow, back to your poem. I see something completely different. You think I'm, gonna cr- I'm crazy, but I see something <laughs> like really strange, different. I remember in the past you wrote a poem about uh, also pharaohs. I think you're fascinated by this era, how the, the kohal and the, how, did, how she, her makeup. I remember this very well. I think here it's also how uh, people who always wonder the, the stuff that uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I write about this how people think there are demons who built all this um, civilization of uh, pyramids and and uh, no, like it's hard to, I don't, some people think that. I said, is he going with this there? Because you mentioned them, the demons who make trophies of men that lies from the start would be gentle, kind of intelligent, they, but not kind of, they, I thought hieroglyphics from a scribe on the walls of Abu Simbel. So that, that made me think of, of that. Uh, I'm not sure if that's where you're going with it, but there is theories about it. A lot of people think it's not true, of course, but people think, oh, maybe how they put the pyramids together, how they did all the, you know, the all these temples. Uh, anyway, that's what yeah. Uh, yeah. that made me think of it. Yes, yay. Yeah, I, <laughs> well, I, yeah, I understand that. No, I'm I'm fascinated with ancient Egypt, and that's why I put Set in there. Uh, and uh, I, that's why I put this introduction in there, um, just to sort of give it a little bit of, oh, I don't know, sort of kick the story off, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I just, it made me think of that. I couldn't help it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a great, sweet, scary one. Okay. <laughs> sweet, scary. I don't know how much it Thanks. Thanks. Bella. Bella, do, yes. Bella, can you make a comment? Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm still here. I like the quote here. Uh, actually, the uh, title is a uh, wonderful title. Uh, they pronounce it as El Demonio Que Hace Trofeos de Hombres. So that's how they read it. And 
the theme tonight, I didn't know that we have a theme tonight. But surprisingly, like from the start of the poem until the uh, Dave's poem, it speaks about how people are uh, to each and everyone, how they treat people. But little did they, um, this something uh, in that kind of character. Well, my favorite word now is humanity because I learned that um, last year. I started to really learn that word last year. Uh, I didn't have that before. And then tell me that you have that all throughout, then I'll tell you face-to-face that you're lying to yourself, because no. And then, um, in Dave's poem, I, I can't relate to the movie, Dave. I'm so sorry I'm not into David, uh, because I'm not into movies, but it made me play of the names of the seven demons here. Yeah. You no, know, the seven demons? Bilzebub, Satanus, mm-hmm. Leviathan, Mammon, Belphegor, Asmodeus, and... Uh, Lucifer, if I'm not mistaken, they are the composition of a, of a person, and and David is an amazing poet. I just don't want to say anything more, but I know where the path is going, and I'm just quiet here listening to your comments, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right. Hey, uh, Bella, you've been asked to read this next poem. Well, I'm going to tell everybody good night. So thank you. I had a good time tonight, and I'll see you all later. Have a good night. All right. Good night, Dave. Good night. Bye. Bye, Dave. Good night. I hope I can do justice in here. A March Breeze by Joseph Moon. The March Breeze blows right through me. Her heavenly hymns set me free. Marvelous, I say, marvelous, I say, as one winter struggles to stay. I love flowery scented, scented days. They wrap me in the morning haze. A childlike innocence is here. Even the silent sap sings to my ear. I fall under this real spell, surrounded by roses in the wishing well. Nature's inspiration sweetly blown, with birds and butterflies unknown. A yellow sun speaks to my soul. The tender warmth makes me whole. I feel so alive, so odd. Is this gentleness the garment of God? Walking along with pearly white wand, or the breath of friends from beyond. There are thanks to be given. Spring, it too is a gift from heaven. And boom. <laughs> boom. Awesome. Awesome. And like like I said, uh, you, you bring such an awesome feel into this. And maybe we're changing direction a little bit, but I really love the feel for this one. Um, Salwa, I'll let you start with the comments. Oh, um, <laughs> she made me laugh. <laughs> Boom. I love your reading. It was beautifully read. And the poem is gorgeous. And Mars, these are really, the impact of nature on us uh, is incredible. This is like how, show how much he uh, appreciates nature. And um, it's just bring inner peace. It's just, I, I, I have to read it multiple times because I'm still getting really a little bit tired after all this uh, attention in the previous poem but 
because I hate to butcher it really, such a beautiful, beautiful, I was taken away by uh, and, uh, Bella's uh, reading, truly. Uh, it's very soft, gentle, and you just speak about the beauty of nature, the breeze. It's just like I feel I'm there. It's so beautiful. Uh, my goodness. It's such a beautiful place that you describe. Marvelous. Like, uh, you don't want to... You don't want to yeah. <laughs> stay no there. Kidding. You don't want to You don't want to leave the place. I agree with you. Uh, Bert, yeah. what do you think? Yeah, again, this, this love for nature. I do like people write about nature it's such a because it's I, I think I had a conversation with Bella earlier privately and I said that nature is one of the perfections that that we possess in life. It when you look at nature it's such a beautiful thing and the way that Joseph kind of transcends that whole thing from the cold of winter sorry guys the cold of winter to the the the, the, the birth of spring it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, a really, really well written piece. Good read there, Bella. I like that too. So, um, yeah, very, very cool piece and very enjoyable. And yeah, Jake, a slight change in direction for sure. Thank you, very And Ran- Randall, what do you think? Well, it's sort of a content. This is, uh, this is gorgeous. It moves like a fresh scent. Across the page, um, I saw what said. This is quite a beautiful piece. Well done, Joseph. A bit of taste of spring. Wonderful. And Linda, what do you think? Um, this was a beautiful piece. Um, uh, I wasn't expecting it, really. Um, Joseph uh, writes so eloquently. Um, this is uh, no exception. Um, I think the imagery in this was very moving and, and colorful, and the love that he shows for for the, the the nature and the changing of the seasons was just brilliant. Um, I really liked it a lot. Good job, Joseph. And Bella, you read it. What do you think? You know what symbolizes spring? It's a rebirth, a new laws, and uh, oh, take away laws. Okay, it's fuck laws then. That's um, a rebirth. Okay, from old you to your new you, your becoming. So that's a, that's the symbol of spring, and I love spring. And when I look at the uh, flower budding. And then blossoming slowly makes me realize that uh, there's life after darkness. And uh, Ishan Mun, you're a wonderful poet. I love you very much. All right. Uh, Boo, your piece is on the board. Okay, I got to get off mute. Boo. Okay. Yeah, got it. Can you hear me? Yeah? Yep. Can hear you hey. perfect. Okay. 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 I just check. Okay. All right. So this is called Pretentious Pleasures. I like this. Savoring the violence past echoed screams and unanswered silence recall historic extremes. Words didn't have to say, sugared coated feelings, futile game we now play, hot air without meanings. Find hedonistic galaxies, memories recite attuned, lovers' old broken bones discreetly now exhumed. 
Results of dissipated light, rays that turn to agony, throbs at the very same sight we both once roamed free. False injustices now loom, snake oil produces defeat, hungry, ready to consume, carnal sins feed the beast. Leaders journey on great byways, employ truth, shrines diplomacy, avoided angles to which raise integrity, not a simple degree. Kingdoms by years accrue, wars not same as victory, left shells of angels too, sitting in the infirmary. Virtue speaks volumes, cowards behind veil, morals and integrity may the truth prevail. False prophets, no clue, regress superficial lies, confusion continued while blatant egos arise. Unsightly vultures devour as noon clouds rise high. Trust me, taste real sour. Shady actions can't justify. End poem. I like this, Boo. I like this a lot. Um, it, once again, you bring me down to uh, to the, the to the home of uh, Jimmy and, and um, um, Faye Baker, uh, where another <laughs> church arose up out of it. And um, you know, but uh, the original thoughts and the original uh, uh, pleas and and everything behind it, and to see. When I was down there and I was looking at the whole, I, I I went and I walked through the entire compound. I wanted to see what it was like. I walked there during the daytime. I walked there at night and I drove around it. Um, and it, how much of it is now in waste and how much of it is decaying? Um, and and it, it's just the the whole immensity of it is just breathtaking. But to see how much it's put to waste is the sad part about it. Um, and for anybody who wants to know, it's just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. And it's not too hard to get to because there's another church that runs um, their services out of there. Um, and uh, they re- they're really they're, they're an open, open church. They're an open people, and uh, they run stuff all the time so but uh, they can't keep up with everything that that place has so the outside amphitheater uh, it was an entire stadium is pretty much falling to pieces uh, as we speak and there's no way that anybody can redo that without having like millions of dollars to uh, put into that and I can understand where everything went, and, and this is this is an excellent piece that uh, kind of I see uh, uh, kind of rides on that wave. So excellent job, Boo. Um, Randall, what do you think? Well, she hits it on the head as far as a uh, the deceptions um, that are going on on so many levels here. Um, and then, Jay, you back it up on the religious fronts there of seeing so much bling that we just look at and go, ooh, shiny, and, and forget the whole concept of why that place should even exist would be the basics. And uh, I think it's uh, wise that we all beware of out-of-pocket revelations. You know what I mean? Uh, but as far as Buddha's peace, uh Quite a powerful ride here. A lot, of, a lot of imagery. I liked it. Thank you, thank you. And Verge, what do you think? Yes, 
again, a classic boom piece. The first three stanzas are just raw, unadulterated truth. And I cannot commend the ability to write this stuff enough. Um, again, folks, I think it's very important to know. I read this 17 minutes ago while we're doing the show, which again says volumes for how much her mind is always functioning, always thinking about so many things. And um, I, again, I can't commend your ability to find a way to put the words together in the way that you do. This is certainly one of those really classic blue poems. I enjoyed it immensely. Great job. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Cindy. And uh, Linda, what do you think? Well, as usual, Miss yeah. Boo comes across. Um, this was uh, no exception. I, I'm like overwhelmed by this piece. Um, it was, huh? from what I saw, it was of destruction of society, and it was well portrayed in this lovely piece. Um, lots of distinct imagery. Um, you described the downfall in classic terms. Um, I think you did a really good job explaining um, the oh. fall of an empire or what have you, but that's how I interpreted it. Um, good job, Miss Boo. Let me tell the, all the goodies. Thank you so much, Linda. Hold on. And Bella, you get the last say on this before we put up your uh, sound card. A very interesting piece. And, uh, yes, 19 minutes ago. Wow, who? Um, how can you, how how did you able to make it? I mean, make a piece uh, so sudden and then with a lot of impact, of course. But um, I'll just write a comment. I'm so sorry. I'm speechless right now, but That's okay, you have though. my respect. Thank there you. you go, Boo. Boo, imagine that. You made Bella speechless. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Incredible job. All right. Next up, we have uh, a little Bella coming up. Uh, we got a SoundCloud from her, so get ready. This one is for you. 8,760 hours. By me, Bea. Fifty-four million one hundred thirty-six eight hundred racing beats. Twelve million eighty-eight eight hundred anxious breaths. A hundred thousand letters. A countless tear-stained shades. An epic smile and melting giggles. An enormous drop of faith. Yes, you. Fidesz spells. You and I, Caridata. Trailing the carmine glass tool, ready to shatter into pieces, yet resolutely refused to break. For adoration covered our flawed stands with multi-layered hood in different shapes, in various colors, in meaningful tone. And each time my shoulders shake from shedding my ball of salted dew, millions of your kilted doors lay bare my breath. Comforting my edges, embracing my goosebump flesh. I always think of you. 
I thought of you. I am always with you. Me tosi vita, mi amor, mi tosi querido. While imagining your arms placed across my ribs, warming my empty space, making me feel less vulnerable. I become stronger, I know that every second away from you will be repaid with a lifetime of us. I have faith buried in hope, inked with love, a molded sit omnia, attitude promise, you and I. One day, someday, in time, if heaven will not forbid, if angels will walk along with me, you will witness how I will trail your crumbs to the foot of Pahala, eyes glittering, heart beating, fingertip laced with your soul. My Numa will sway along with impact but 
Um, some of the uh, word phrasing in here is quite exceptional. And each time my shoulders shake from shedding my bowel of salted dew, millions of you quilted down lay bare of my breast, comforting my edges. That's a uh, that's a stellar stanza right there. Well done, Belle. I really enjoyed that. Uh, your word phrasing is marvelous. And Linda, what do you think? <laughs> Thank you, Randall. Linda, what do you think? Well, you know how I feel about Miss Bella's work. I mean, she always comes up with the most brilliant, seductive, sexy, beautiful, loving uh, pieces of art that it's overwhelming to me. Um, I thought this was a brilliant piece. Um, I mean, she could she could write backwards and it would still be a most seductive sexy piece um i i loved i love this piece i love how she read it and um one more thing let me find it um you will witness how i will trail your crumbs to the fool of bathala very nicely put very nicely put. But there are so many just excellent uh, lines in this piece that it's hard to pick one. But, Nibella, you are the ultimate uh, poetress. Um, I just love you to death. Thank you. I love you too, Linda. Thank you very much, Linda. Aww. That's my favorite word, Bala. Bala means God. Mm. And mm-hmm. I got to say that your singing was fine. It was amazing, Bella. <laughs> you did you did great. Uh, Boo, you, would you like to say something about this? Oh, we just lost Boo, unfortunately. I'm guessing she got busy at work. So uh, let's see where we're going to go from here. Oh, I said I was going to go Dante next. So... Here we go. All right, Randall, you take care, brother. And we lost Randall, so we're down to three of the four of us. Okay, play a little Dante. A poem of winter morning. I walked all night, deep in dark frost, and kept on dreaming about this love. She who captured not only my mind. Put my heart, soul, and body brightness so bright that even the brightest star can't outshine. One whispering and Cupid struck me with his sword. Is it true? Will you be mine? I may have touched with your, my hand upon your face or yours upon my chest. A simple kiss upon your lips next to me in my arms or both our bodies entangled in each other's during the night. So let me sail upon the ocean, cross the rough deep blue. For once I set my eyes upon revenge, but I was out of sight, for she has come into my life. Swept me off my feet, for she pushed me back into my seat. As she sits upon her throne, I made for her out of wood. In my heart she will stay, like an angel singing her tunes, as the harp plays in harmony. I am your knight, your captain, your king, and your captive. 
from now to the end of the world, and not even sense of time, will scare me away. Testimo, we carry the pen. My leave the kitchen again, and we forever the yell. My love knows no boundaries, and I'm forever yours. I love you, my love. So there is only one question left, and I will ask it forever. My love, will you? Oh, <laughs> I've, I've got to say it. Well, Bella, will you? <laughs> you got to ask me again when he's down there kneeling and then, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree. There's only one Bella and Dante, and there's no one that could ever, ever replace that or uh, shine a light to you two guys. I, 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 I 100% agree with that. Um, amazing, amazing job, Dante. I could feel the whole thing. Linda, what do you think about that? Well, I love Dante's work. Um I wish she would have spoke up a little bit better when he was reading this, um, but I read along, so I got the gist of it. Um, his his uh, yearning to to have his love is so ultimately shown here, and the imagery on this was just brilliant. Um, it was very colorful, and I think uh, uh, he talks so beautifully of how his love is going to come to him and how he's going to ask her, you know, the question of, will she stay? And it's very heartfelt and loving. And um, I got a few tinglies when he was reading it. Um, But yeah, it was very well written. Good job, Dante. And Virg, what do you think? This is fantastic. It's the kind of poetry I wish I could write. It really, it's not often that a piece of poetry makes me think of my ex-girlfriend who was the love of my life. Um, and if she ever hears that, and hears this show, she will know that she is that. Um, and these words would be the kind of words that I would convey to her to let her know just how much she meant to me and still means to me and how you know, I always mean to her, no matter what arguments, no matter what problems we may have had. This is truly a romantic poem beyond any that I've heard recently. And I think this is absolutely fantastic. And I slightly disagree with Linda. I think the tone of the read is almost like a man whispering sweet nothings to his lover. And um, there is no better way to convey that in And once again, I, we've got to think that uh, English is not Dante's first language. So for him to speak this way and bring this forth, I think it's just absolutely brilliant. Yeah, you could you could hear and feel the emotion in his voice. I loved it. I loved it. Great job, Dante. And let us continue on with someone else who is on the board. And I'll go ahead and read this poem. Uh, This is from P.M. Murphy, Patrick. Uh, This is called Guidance. 
and I'm glad to see him back and uh, can't wait to get him uh, moving around here as well. So let me read this for you. A hindrance of afternoon bellows, sounds that leave like fragrant tempers escaping each nostril. Down beneath a dark sky where rolling clouds drag down streets and angels sit cluttered in empty parking lots with a soon-to-be rodeo by tomorrow. Rusted metal and iron casted together, chains made for a king with dust rolling across leather-cased shoes and inside a siren of sealess oceans. The mist lifts as uh, fluorescent light glares coming to get me again, searching for a man left in chains. End poem. This is deep. This is so freaking deep. Everything that Patrick writes is deep. If you if you haven't been introduced to him, he's definitely someone you want to you uh, to read up on because even though he is young, the depth of his words just goes beyond. I I, I feel almost a society that has left an open parking lot within a person. Um, something that uh, is almost like, yeah, I'm always looking for something to open me up, to get me moving, to uh, turn this into some type of celebration, but it always drags me down. And, um, you know, it's something is looking for me that always brings me down and leaves me that man in chains. So I think that this is uh, quite a brilliant piece. Uh, Linda, what do you think? Linda, are you on mute? Yeah, sorry, I was on mute. Anyway, um, I agree with you, Jay, about it being a brilliant piece. Um, I could feel the the power and strength in in his words and how he was feeling, and the imagery in this was was dark but but powerful, and um, I, I liked the way it flowed. His his verses were well well structured, um, and beyond that, um, his feelings in this were were just like overwhelmingly beautiful. But um, yeah, I liked it. He did a good job. Awesome, and Bella, what do you think? Um, you know, Wings. I've known him for like um, how many years now? And then he was the one who told me how to write uh, vignette before I didn't know how to write vignette. And then he taught me how. And I learned something from him. And I have to agree with JCA. He's young, but his brain is so juicy and powerful that you will learn something when you start reading him. And I, I love you, Wings, and I have much respect for you. And I hope to see more of your writing. And Verge, what do you think? If ever there was a journey through guidance, this is a, a very interesting way to go about embracing the idea of what can guide us and how we need to deal with guidance in ourselves. He says, it's not just the soul who 
ends his thoughts. Well, and then he also says, he hasn't written anything in a while. Well, young man, I would suggest pick up your pen and write more because uh, you clearly have a lot to share. I found this very interesting and a very, very cool piece of art. Yeah, very good. Enjoy it. All right. Hey, Bella, you got your seatbelt on? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for a ride. Linda, you got your seatbelt on. Yes, I do. Okay, it's time for a little verge, so get ready. <laughs> right on. <laughs> my God. The total oh my God. package. <laughs> so, what in truth makes the total package? Well, a black lady told me it's unique delivery with words that ravage a place in the mind that leaves permanent damage. Now, I'm not Linford Christie. Don't look at my crotch. It's words that I use that reach the top notch. I play lyrical hopscotch while at the stage Hopkins verses I'm writing don't need a full stop. I'm writing with purpose to make your heads nod. But don't nod your head because my delivery's hot. Nod your head because logic I've used makes your ears point. <laughs> like Spock and ideals you hold dear are now on the rocks. It's poets who plot while dummies just rock because they're stuck on performance, not lyrics you've got now. Don't get me wrong, I can take criticism. But assholes with opinions shouldn't enter my dominion because they'll enter a void when my wordplay gets in them. I strike with snake venom to bite through your denim and don't feel the need to have a palace like Blenheim. Just give me a home without mobile phones and freedom to write poems to dethrone these corrupt institutions who leave us their bones but then are the first to say, young man, when in Rome, yeah, when in Rome, what? Live like you're at home. Well, that just doesn't seem right. More hooligan fights by those ignorant whites. Meantime, it's us blacks who they say live to fight. Well, maybe that's true. That thought leaves me blue. So get us gloves and a ring and we'll see all we'll V king. And I'm not talking Don, more like Iron Mike. This ear-biting thing still doesn't seem right. Depression set in when he dealt with women who saw a young man that they knew they could scam. The press will keep saying he did this rape thing. But I say to you people, remember the motto, a white man who showed Mike Tyson true love and proved that his life needn't be so. Staccato. Damn, that was a hard run to squash like tomato. So who says potato and who says potato? Meantime, like Serrano, I have a big nose. But it fits in my face like my words do. In prose. So... Let me get back to this lady named Heather. She was feeling a poet by the name of John Ho, a geezer whose poems have different flow. <laughs> but wouldn't you guess, she said he stole a show because he's got his own flow, and because of these things, she'll remember John Ho. So, does delivery define a poetic pro? Well, John, now you know you've got a new fan. While I, she suggested, am just... The next man who wouldn't stand out in creative black man. Well, I was taken aback. But diverting my trap will divert me from facts. And the fact is this. I'm not a performer. I'm a social reformer. My wordplay brings damage. I'm not here to perform or to carry your baggage. So I guess that's why in Heather's eyes, and maybe now in some of yours, I'm not the total Package. Hell yes. 
Hell yes, hell yes. I love this verge. Oh my God. You know what? I'm looking at this and I, I enjoyed right here. I'm not a performer, I'm a social reformer. My word play brings damage. Okay, I really like that, brother. You <laughs> absolutely cause damage. And it's it's like we got so many people who, who just want to perform, who just don't want you know, want it to be nicety nice. They don't want to hear the cold hard facts. They don't want to hear uh something that comes forward and slaps bitch slaps them in the face. But you know what? Every once in a while people need to get bitch slapped because they don't understand what they're doing to other people. Bam. There you go. All right. <laughs> Excellent job. Thank you. Linda Linda, what do you think? <laughs> um well Verge is one of my favorite poets on all poetry, and this is the reason why. Uh oh. Anyway, I thought I was on mute, but um, this is the reason why he just writes with such portrayal and and power and 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 um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, passion um, is the word I'm looking for. Uh, his poems are full of passion, and this was no exception. It was like the bomb. Um, I just love. Well, and then again, you have the way he 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 reads them, which is an art in itself. Uh, you did like a stellar job on this verge. Um, I'm I'm impressed. Thank you for sharing it. Thank you for sharing it. I appreciate it. All right. You're welcome. I know what I'm going to do next. Unfortunately, we lost Bella. Uh, Bella is uh, she's got to work too, so we got everybody who works. Blog talk booting me out. Call back. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and uh, let's go ahead and play a song here. And uh, we'll put a little Bud in. I know Bud is listening to us right now, so uh, which is a good thing. Hello, Budo. And I want to say uh, that Bud is now the front page picker. Oh, Bella's calling back. We'll see if she can get a uh, comment for Verge if she gets back in time. Uh, and if we do that, we can do that. I want to just say that uh, look for our house on Wednesday at noon Eastern. Also, we're trying to uh, to uh, lock in the show for Tuesday, so uh, we should be able to get something there. It is saying nothing. Blog is saying nothing. Hold on, hold on. We'll we'll do this right. And uh, I'll have her call me, and then I'll um, I'll. Uh, conference her in and uh, let's see if that'll work I see because that works actually better you know guys there's so many different there's so many different ways to get you guys on to the shows so don't ever get discouraged that we're not going to get you on because we're, we're trying our best uh
still waiting, still waiting. Well, in the meantime, while we wait, we'll uh, go ahead and put Bud's song out there, and hopefully uh, Bella will get in here in time. And uh, this is called Better Man by Budo.
dreaming please for a better life than me. Asking peace in a war on calamity. Asking this from you and from Wow, this is a, a great piece, and I, you know what? It is going to take some honest people uh, to um, to really look at themselves and to um, and, and and to say, you know what? If we really want to change the world, we're going to need to be honest. And, and I'm hoping that people uh, see this, and and people who aren't honest to actually get a conscious for a change and ask themselves exactly what they're doing in their lives and uh, seeing if they can actually, uh, you know, make it a better better way to live. Uh, I, I think it's a very powerful um, song, and uh, I love the way he put it together. Uh, Verge, what do you think? Couldn't agree with you more, JC. Uh, absolutely spot on your comments. So all I will add is... Rock, rock, rocking through Poetry's door, Fugo. This is fantastic. Very Dylan S. And uh, you have my head nodding all the way through. Great rendition. You say you're shy. I'd love to get on the show and call. Because you are shy with the guitar. And then it comes to singing the things. Sorry, sorry. And when it comes to singing the things that you love to write about, this was great. Really enjoyed it, bro. Great job. And um, Linda, what do you think? Um, well, I love Bud's songs. Um, this is a good one. Um, I think it was very heartfelt. Um, I wrote, this is really nice, Bud. You have filled my ears with love and passion for mankind. I love the imagery. It was filled with hope and strength. And let's, let us take a look at ourselves to find out what's right. Great job, Bud. Great poem. All right. Now what we're going to do here uh, from now on, we got some poems to read, and we're going to try getting uh, pushing through as many of these as we can. I'm not promising we'll get through them all, but uh, we only got like a few minutes, uh, 15 minutes left or so. So let's uh, start. Uh, Linda, could you read the next one for us? I sure can. Let me get yeah, it up on my computer. Oh, there we go. Got a poem from Sheila out there, yeah. This is called Nature's Nest. Rotten bark fallen amongst the soil, all tattered twigs, woods, and colorful leaves. For any bird to enjoy its nest, already the nature's provided for the bird's egg to flourish with joy. Aww. There, there's such a such a nice uh, feel and the purity of that piece and 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 uh, the simplicity and how she brought it together. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'm pretty sure that during the spring, any bird would uh, love to have something like that. I, I think that there there's a simplicity and a purity in what she wrote. Uh, Linda, you read it. What do you think? 
Yeah, I thought it was very nice and pure brevity. Um, she did a great job in a, a few amount of words um, talking about nature, um, that the love came through. Um, I think she did a fine job on it. And Verge, what do you think? You keep saying what I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> you all I can add is, Sorry, as Virg. Linda said, no, no, both of you do, but as, as, as Linda said, it, it's a great homage to nature again. And as I said earlier, when people write about nature, there's a purity that comes out in people's words that we don't seem to be able to find when we write about society and about the problems of the world. And this takes all that pain away. Just to read something like this makes, makes me warm inside my heart and makes me appreciate the beauty of nature more, and I think people should do that more as well. So this is a great ride. And, uh, good job, Tina. All right. Uh, Birds, I'm going to try to have you go ahead and read this next piece for us. It's by Phil the Poet, and uh, it's – let me – let me. oh, gosh. Now my, now my phone wants to go ahead and go slow for a change. The one time, the one time I'm trying to work this thing right, and it wants to slow down. I'll tell you what. Let me – turn around, hop off of Wi-Fi, and hop onto my, there we go. This will work a lot quicker, and I'm, I'm surprised I was on Wi-Fi the entire show. All right, there's a little something for, by, uh, by Phil the Poet about Victor Tesoy. So enjoy that. Victor Tesoy by Phil the Poet. The poet stands in the shadows, singing the cuckoo's lonely song. His voice is strong with sadness, his palms set into a fist. Wearing an ordinal number on his sleeve, greets the last two the last hero before the war begins. Standing in the solitude of silvery wings, flying through fresh April stars. Sing the song without words that a generation knows by heart, written on a packet of cigarettes, telling a stranger to no one. Step forward in a changing world, away from the archaic Soviet dream. In our eyes, the stars seem brighter from the rooftop of an empty house. On the road in the early hours of the morning, the poet drifts and the nation mourns. Slowly, his eyes close for the last time. Bring the world a final good night. End poem. Wow, this is powerful. I just read the author's notes a little bit. Um, it, it was a, a singer-songwriter who... Uh, created one of the Soviet Union's most popular musical uh, influential bands in Russian history. And um, he was part of a, uh, a film called The Needle. And um, ultimately, after 10 albums, he, re- he, um, he, was, uh, he went to Latvia and uh, to work on the next, album, but two months after the, his last concert in 1990, he died in a car accident. 
And uh, this is uh, it's a powerful, powerful message that, hey, we only have, we don't have, we're never promised tomorrow. We're never promised anything. We have to go out and take what we have and be able to survive with what we are given. And when we lose and when we let go of something that was strong to us and something that was powerful to us, what, you know, (laughs) what are we going to lose if we don't grab a hold of it? And uh, I think that this is a powerful message. Uh, Verge, you read it. What do you think? Yeah, I agree again with much that you said, JC. In a nation that has gone through so much trauma and revolutionary movements, um, to, to, to find an artist with this degree of, of depth and feeling is really quite incredible. Um, and it just goes to show that even in a nation like Russia, which is so cold and the people are so cold, that there are people there. tragic piece um it's kind of sad um and i think trying to be an artist in a country like soviet russia must have been really hard thing to do and wanting your freedom to express yourself the way you wanted to express yourself was not only frowned upon but sometimes violently um uh, uh violently um attacked so um, this man who was this lovely artist who performed and and did his thing, I think in his heart he felt that there was more that, you know, like singing a song without words. Um, he He wanted to say more, but in his, you know, in his longing for that, he tragically dies. And, and that's the sadness of the piece. Um, I think it was fantastic. Uh, thanks, Phil. Um, I love Phil's stuff. I read a bunch of his stuff today, and um, he's he writes very heartfelt, um, strong poems. But, uh, yeah, thanks, Phil. I agree 100%. Okay. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and read the next poem. It's by Lost Soul 88, my good friend Bob, and this is called Life's Abstract. And it goes like this. There was a beauty only a few could see, hidden in plain sight, artistry in chaos, like Van Gogh's abstract starry night, Afromov's winter fog, and an enigmatic loneliness, walking the tree-lined road deep in thought, letting the cool, brisk air Clear my mind slowly, each step taken further from the pain of loss. There was a heaviness the fog brought to bear, seeing my own reflection in this puddle-filled road, the mist of the cool morning filling my lungs refreshing. 
Soon day will be night, and this lonely road will be dark. As night comes, so do the tears held on to all day. End poem. Now, there is a powerful, powerful message in this. And I'm going to go deep, deep into this, folks, uh, because this, we, we don't really know what's in an abstract painting or an abstract poem 100% ever. And the way he's describing this is that it, it goes beyond all of that. It goes beyond into an abstract light, into something that we're hiding, that we keep hidden during the day that when we're alone at night, it rears its ugly head and absolutely attacks us and goes all over us. And that's what I see here. That's the message that he is bringing forth. So I think he does an amazing job with this. Uh, Excellent job, Bob. I really appreciate this. Linda, I'm starting with you. What do you think? Well, I love this piece, you know, and the, the, the first verse, you know, Van Gogh painted Starry Night in an asylum. He was, he was uh, drastically depressed and, and on suicide watch, but he painted Starry Night in that asylum. And I, I don't know if that's why it became so famous, but for some reason, but I love how he brought that pain um, of the artist in on the first stanza, and then he opens it up on the second stanza with a little bit of brightness and 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 lovingness. Um, then at the end, you know, of the of the second stanza, he kind of gets into the 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 loss um, that he's speaking about. But um, I think he did a fantastic job on this. Uh, and, and I, you know, the last verse, seeing my own reflection in the puddle-filled road, the mist of cool morning, feeling my lungs refreshing, soon day will be night, and this lonely road will be dark. As night comes, so do the tears held on all onto all day. That's just a, a overwhelmingly beautiful uh, verse. Um, this is a strong poem. And uh, he did a great job. All right. And Verge, you get the last say on this one? Um, again, I, this is beautiful, simply. The, the image is beautiful as well about the power of the It's just interesting. So is this a Van Gogh image or painting? Because uh, what Linda was saying about Van Gogh was, was really very relevant because of the fact that this man went through so many stages of his life and led to such pain and to be on suicide watch is, is really quite something and to be then creating in a period of your life where you're going through that. I was interested to read about Bob as a person, you say to your friend Jason, um, spouse of suicide and being a disabled marine he's been through all of these things. It's reflected very much in this piece of art. A very deep piece of Lyrical construction of the very things that, as you say, generally drift into our minds a lot of the time when we're on the road at night or in a dark place. Um, yeah, this is a great piece of art. And, and I've been to the Van Gogh Museum in, in Amsterdam, and wow, just, just what creative man he was. 
fantastic. And this is a nice homage to a man of that ilk. Great job, Bob. Very, very cool piece. All right. This has been such a heavy night. I think we're going to end this night on a very high note here and uh, probably a silly note. I'm going to save the other two poems for our house on Wednesday. So Beard and uh, and Rose, we will get to you guys on Wednesday. Promise that. And right now, there's a special news bulletin by Lawrence67. We interrupt your look your Cosa Nostra poetry for this special news bulletin. We have just confirmed media reports that the all-poetry phenom known as Lawrence 67 was quarantined for coronavirus. According to the arresting officer, Mr. 67 was over the legal limits of coronas and tequilas. In a statement from his court-appointed attorney, Mr. Shady Grady, don't appeal, let us make a deal, senior, Lawrence 67 has been charged with running over some medians and red lights and not stopping at a DUI AP under driving under the influence of all poetry checkpoint. His defense was, how could I stop if I didn't see them? This is some bullshit. This has been a special news bulletin from the warped mind of one Lawrence 67. We now return to your poetry addiction. <laughs> Hell yeah! Okay, that was that was that was great. Oh my god, that was great. Lawrence Lawrence has a twisted mind. Uh, I, I I love the way he brings it forward. Uh, God, I you know what? Uh, I want to sit down. I want to go to New Mexico just to sit down and hang out with Lawrence one day, because I think that would right be on. just just a freaking hoot. That would be a hoot. And gosh, he would tear it up. I I, I know it. Awesome. Awesome job, Lawrence. Uh, what do you think, Linda? I thought it was very clever. Um, uh, very witty. Um, I loved his playfulness in this. Um, it, it was, it was very cute. Good job, Lawrence. And, uh, Bridge, what do you think? Lawrence knows that I'm a fan of his. He really is an incredibly funny guy, really witty and, and, and humorous in a lot of the things he's like. Uh, this is the reason he, he plays, he's got an inspired. I stay home a lot throwing darts and throwing up on occasion. I will rise off to do this, but I try not to thank you for viewing my profile and please make that slide. Five, and this news for it is as big an exhibition of the persona he is. He's a wonderful character, and with age comes with him and the ability to laugh at life. I think he brought that across brilliantly in this piece. Great job, Will. Really enjoyed it. Great way to end the show. Good job, Will. All right. At this time, I'll give my thanks. Thank you to Sal, Linda, Wayne, uh, Dave, Bella. Uh, Randall, Verge, Polly for calling, Angel, Dante, Patrick, Joseph, Moon, Meta, uh, Mosh Pit Poetry, Rob, Titus, Bud, out on the board. We really appreciate you all. Uh, we're down to the last 60 seconds, and we're going to play an outro music. Thank you, Boo, for uh, making all this possible. We really appreciate you. And uh, let's play a little bit of Green Day.
Boo's mm-hmm. doing a little bit of green. Thank you, and this is JCA signing off. Thank you for hanging out with us on uh, Open Poetry and La Cosa Nostra Radio.